Hello and welcome to the Ella Ryder Show. My name is Ella and I'm a life coach, wellness junkie and coffee shop lover on a mission to help women realign with their most authentic self through presence and inspired action, joy and alignment. Each episode contains life-changing spiritual and mindset practices to help you up-level your life in all areas. So let's get into the show. Hello my wonderful friends, welcome back to the last episode of season one of the Ella Ryder Show. I thought I would wrap things up today because I want to do a series of interviews, hopefully in the next couple of months, on this podcast show and feature some of my favourite people and share really good interesting conversations that I've had with them and that I feel like you would benefit from too. I've got a whole list um, written down so I need to ask these people first and then we will hopefully get recording and I really love the process of asking questions or writing down questions, researching people and basically stalking people to find out everything about them and then compiling a list of questions. I used to want to be a journalist actually so I think that's maybe where it came from and yeah I can interview them and it would be more about other people talking and less about me (laughs) because while I know I have some value to add to you I feel like other people and just engaging in different conversations will be a lot more um just shake things up a bit and make it a bit different so that is the plan but today's episode is going to be good old just me on solo um thinking well trying not to think and deciphering a kind of topic that I've been thinking again (laughs) thinking about a lot recently and it is the idea of intentional thinking so changing your thoughts to produce certain result versus letting go of thoughts and trusting and surrendering and allowing the present moment and that through that being the action and the inspiration will rise from that So I wanted to have a chat about my experience with both points of view, both schools of thought and share who I've been learning from related to these topics and why I think it's important to consider, um, unless you want to live your life on autopilot, the thoughts that you're having and how they are affecting you based on what you're experiencing in your current reality. Whatever area of your life that you maybe feel like you want to improve or change or whatever it is. So I'm just going to drink my celery juice while I'm doing this episode because I've made that today. I'm starting a new Instagram series on my um, on a Monday on my Instagram stories, which shows everything that I'm eating during the day and like a mindful eating series. So sharing healthy, mostly, <laughs> generally I like to eat quite healthy with the odd um, sh- more sweet sugary thing. But then it's the beliefs you have about the foods that I'm learning. It's eating what you enjoy. That's the most important thing. So I'm sharing everything that I'm consuming over there on a Monday. So you can check that out if you want to watch more. I am also doing a lot more Instagram or IGTVs, which I've really been enjoying doing because they're quite like easy and compared to YouTube and it's just quick to upload. So yeah, I'm doing more of that. And part of this reason is because I've really changed my thoughts about these things. Now I've been listening to Brooke Castillo and the Life Coach School podcast. I love her work and I've been aware of her for a while, but it's just only recently that I kind of got into it again. 
I have been taking more action, I suppose, but not from like a forceful point of view, more from the perspective that I have been aligning my thoughts before I've been doing the action, if that makes sense. So we all know that, well, you might not know this, our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions create our actions. Now, I actually didn't really click for me as deeply until recently. So the thoughts that you're thinking um, create the emotions and then your emotions create the actions that you take in your life. Now, it's quite interesting to work backwards in this regard. So maybe you are taking a certain action or doing a certain behavior that isn't serving you. Um, Say it's overeating. Then you can work backwards and see what emotion you're feeling before you took that action. And then work backwards again and think about what thoughts you were having before you felt that emotion. What emotion, what thoughts were you having that caused the emotion of depression or sadness or whatever it is that you felt like you then needed to go eat um, a McDonald's. (laughs) So working backwards in that way can be really helpful and always know that you can change your thoughts. That's the most like empowering thing about it, that you can change the thoughts, thoughts that you're having which then change your emotions and then your emotions change your actions. So we are in complete control really of how our lives turn out, which is amazing because you can always change a thought. We're just not often giving ourselves enough time to really sit down and contemplate what we're thinking, to meditate on it, to be aware of what we're thinking. So this has really benefited me recently and even doing something like a thought download Um, Brooke calls it in the morning so you can write down without any filter all the thoughts negative thoughts that you're having about yourself about life and then just see them on the page don't judge them because I think judging them can almost be like counter counter what's the word (laughs) can almost um undo the good that you're doing because you're judging yourself and that's not going to get you anywhere so being kind of like oh that's what I'm thinking like detaching yourself from the thoughts and just thinking hmm. so that's what I'm thinking today and then go through them one by one it's quite a long process at first if you've got a lot of negative thoughts going on it might take a while at first so set aside a good amount of time for it and then go through each thought and then first ask yourself is it true this is a bar and Katie process <laughs> is it true can I absolutely know that is true is it undeniably true And then how do you feel when you think this thought? Write that down. And then write down who would you be without this thought? So what's that thing making you feel? So say, for example, it is I have no control around food. Then you would think, is that true? Now it's... There's no one to say that it's true or it's not true. It's not really, it's all perspective. So in reality, it's not true. It's just your thought that you have no control about food. So then the next thing to ask yourself is how does that thought make you feel? It makes you feel sad, depressed, um, hard on yourself. You'd feel disappointed, maybe heavy, uh, like a burden. And then who would you be without that thought? Without the thought that you have no control around food, you would feel 
peaceful, happy, calm, lighter, joyful, (laughs) free. And then think about how would you show up in the world without this thought? Who would you be? Would you be more loving towards yourself and therefore towards others? Would you be a happier person? Would you be more social? Would you be more carefree? Would you be more creative? Would it three up so much energy in your life that you could focus on other things? These are all things that are worth thinking, well, bearing in mind, (laughs) I don't want to emphasize thinking too much. And really contemplating all the thoughts that you're having in your head and how they are affecting your life. And then even when you do this process, say in the morning, first things, ideal, when you're going throughout the day, you learn to question your thoughts and detach from them and not be so emotionally attached to them and overthinking things and just going over your head like about the past, even though it's not happening right now. So this has been really helping me and also limiting decision making. That's another thing Brooke talks about because often we can overthink decisions and wonder so many options available to us in this lifetime and we are obviously very lucky in that regard but then it's also a bit overwhelming at times overwhelming is actually a choice but (laughs) limiting decision making can really help because once you make a decision just stick to it line up with it don't overthink it don't think oh should I've done this would this have turned out better just know that whatever choice you've made is the right choice now and to back yourself 100% commit to it and then committing to it no matter which direction it takes there's never a right or wrong it's always going life is always flowing you just have to ride the waves and be accepting in the present moment of what is happening so giving yourself less less options is highly beneficial and also living from the future in the now now I am a big fan of Joe Dispenza's work also. He basically heals a lot of very sick people and normal people and people that don't have any particular ailments. But he does this through the power of meditation, his meditations and his week-long retreats. And he's a neuroscientist and he he changes, the whole process is about changing your brain state. So having that brain-heart coherence, which then heals the body internally, heals the mind and the way the process which he teaches that does this is because you are embodying your future healed ideal version of you right now. You're connecting to the quantum field he calls it where everything is love, everything is peace and through meditation you can get to the state of being at one with everything, detaching from having labels, identification, being like your old self because he talks about, he was on on Lewis Howe's School of Greatness podcast recently and he was sharing about how people just wake up every day and do the same things, think the same thoughts and experience the same results. So it's no wonder that we are experiencing things that we don't want to experience every day on repeat because we're telling the story of our past. So we can't move from the old story, the sad story of our past until we start becoming who we want to be in the present moment. So living from the future right now is a practice or kind of Abraham Hicks, they also say acting as if. So if you want to manifest something in your life, 
which you can, <laughs> then you need to, it needs to be so believable to you that when it act, when it happens, it's like, oh, of course that happened. I'm already that person that this would happen to, if that makes sense. So say you want a million pounds. If you don't feel the abundance already, then it's not going to come to you because you have to be the kind of person who would have a million pounds. You have to be doing the things that they, that person with a million pounds would do. How would they be acting? How would they be speaking? Would they hold themselves in a certain way? Would they take certain actions? Would they have a certain job? Would they approach life in a certain way? The thoughts they would think, the beliefs they would have about themselves and the world is all completely different to if you are living at home and you don't have much money. It's just a completely different mindset and Joe Dispenza's work is about practicing this feeling of being your future self, being your higher self, being that person you want to be in the present moment so you can draw that experience of, for example, a million pounds to you rather than going out there to get it. So everything is happening internally and it's about changing your internal environment to change your outside environment. Now he has a variety of meditations which you can purchase online. I recently got his morning and evening meditations which have been amazing so far and in the morning meditation you ask for like a sign that you've connected to um, like the quantum field throughout the day and I've already had a couple really significant signs happening to me so it just like motivates me to carry on doing it and um, I would highly suggest the morning and evening meditation it's 20 minutes long in the morning 20 minutes in the evening if you want to really delve into this work deeper and you just feel good, which is the most important thing. And rather than even getting all the stuff, you just feel good doing it. So the second kind of school of thought that I wanted to touch on is alignment in the present moment. Now, I am a big fan of Jess Lively and her work um, through her podcast and her courses. And she is all about alignment before action, just being in that emotional state, finding the emotional state first and then jumping into action from that place and once you're in that kind of high vibration then the action that you take is much more effective and you need to take less of it basically to get the same results that someone would take from a like struggling place or forcing things so the I've been a bit like back and forth over it just because I've been thinking about how beneficial it's been for me just to change my thoughts and then do the actions first whereas she's more like and she'd rather do the things that would raise her emotional scale so make her feel happy and joyful first and then the action feels good to do so it's up to you which kind of idea you resonate with if you prefer to go outside of yourself almost to do the actions and things that make you feel good make you feel truly good not like go and eat a packet of biscuits because you think that would make you feel good <laughs> things that are really like in the present moment going to enhance your state of consciousness or you become so alert I was listening to Eckhart Tolle on YouTube as I do <laughs> and he was saying how to be really present and to stop thinking when you can never really stop thinking but we think way too much to reduce the thoughts that we're having is to become so alert in your presence that thinking drops away. And he describe, he compares it to a cat watching a mouse. So that kind of intent, <laughs> intentness that we 
rarely really have in this day in this 21st century we rarely have the kind of alert presence that he's describing because we're always either on our phones at the same time as doing something or we're multitasking not really paying attention to one thing at a time so having this alertness is so different (laughs) and it feels very strange at first and it's something that I'm trying to practice more and more but it can be quite um uncomfortable in a way because it feels very like forced but this is our natural state we shouldn't be so caught up in our minds and the stories and the mental chatter so becoming more alert letting go of the stories we don't have any need in reality for a past or future because everything is happening in the now so this is the only thing that I'm a bit with Joe Dispenza's work obviously it's very future focused and the more I'm learning the more I'm realizing that it's all about being aligned with the now moment but if your future self thinking about that makes you feel good then that is being aligned with the present moment as well and feeling good in the now and saying your state of being is definitely the most important so all the labels about who we are even our names our professions how much money you have in the bank how much you weigh what clothes you wear these are just labels that we give ourselves in society they don't actually add any value to who we are they don't increase your sense of worthiness you are who you are we are all equal we're all one so the labels that we give ourselves really can be let go of or just be become aware that they are labels you don't even need to I'm not saying you can't go around with a name <laughs> you're playing a role just be aware of, just be aware of the role you're playing it's kind of like being an actor or an actress in the world it's all a role and if you're aware of that then you have the awareness and that is the first step to becoming more enlightened so obviously being aligned in the present moment is the <laughs> ideal situation however for me and where I currently am I've been finding it a bit easier to simply change my thoughts about the situation and become more intentional with my thinking, changing the perspective on things and knowing that I have control over my thoughts. Stopping thoughts and slowing down the thoughts is still a goal of mine and that's what I'm doing through meditation, being more, um, slowing down more, creating more space but it's definitely a journey (laughs) between that and really, really letting go of detachment and being okay with the now. So using the, so my conclusion (laughs) to sum up is that we should use the future and the idea of the future in the present moment to help us change our state of being in the present. So if going into the future just briefly maybe a few minutes in the morning changing your state of being for the rest of the day living from a place of love and gratitude if that helps you feel different feel better in the present moment then I would recommend doing that and only using the past if you need to change something really like deeply like a subconscious belief that's really holding you back Although Eckhart does say that there's no need to go into the past at all because if you're so present, then if you're so present to the moment, if you're so alert, then you have no past. You just are where you are. 
However, like we are humans and we've been in this life experiencing all these emotions and all this thinking for a long time and many of us would find it hard just to completely drop our past because you may have had something particularly traumatic happen to you, you might have lost someone very close to you, all these types of things that are quite hard to let go of to the mind. So you might need to go into a different modality such as RTT or BNE and really uncover the patterns that are going on inside of you to help let them go and to help feel them. But you don't, it's not absolutely necessary. That's what I'm trying to say. You don't need the past to define your future. You just need to be where you are in the present moment. So I hope this episode makes sense. It's quite um, quite thought-provoking and makes my brain hurt a bit sometimes with all this all this stuff but I'm finding it so liberating like I said to know that I can just change the thoughts I'm having and that can change the actions I take that can change my reality so I'm excited to see the results that it continues to produce for me now I'm still running the millennial self-love club which is going really well and I will be opening the waitlist soon for the next round and you can the calls are going to be recorded on Padilla which is like an online teaching platform similar to Teachable so they'll all be on there so you can buy the course and you can listen to it whenever you want I've got so many resources that are going to be amazing for you like worksheets meditations things that are really going to help up level your life up level your thoughts really change things for you so I'm so excited for you to see that when it's all finished and of course I will let you know maybe I'll launch it when I do my interview series on the podcast but for series one <laughs> I really enjoyed doing these podcast episodes and I can't wait to do more I'm probably going to batch record them I think for the next ones because it's just a bit quicker isn't it so I hope you've enjoyed the first season of the Ella Ryder show I would love to hear your feedback if you've enjoyed these subjects I'm discussing today did you resonate with any of them did you think about um alignment over action where do you sit in that argument well it's not an argument it's just a school of thought but I'm interested to know always interested to know so head over to my instagram ella.rider if you want to connect with me on there And otherwise, I hope you're having a lovely day. I finished my celery juice. That's all done. (laughs) So now I'm going to go and probably do a workout and meditation before I carry on with my day. So um, I will see you shortly for another episode. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the show today. For the show notes, please visit ellarider.com. That is R-Y-D-E-R. And if you know someone who needs to hear the message in today's show, please share it with them. I'm sure they'll appreciate it as much as I appreciate you. Have a wonderful rest of the day and speak soon. Bye.